are now listening to the Sunflower Podcast. Where as the sunflowers, we are rooted and grounded in love. Clothed with the full armor of God. Rejoicing always and praying without ceasing. Yes, as a sunflower anticipates every move of the sun above. So shall we as the children of God imitate our Father in heaven. Now here's your host, me, Nasasha. So I'm getting dressed for work right now, but I really just wanted to come on here and speak about something that's really near and dear to my heart and something that I learned today. Um, You know, lately, you know, God, he's been talking to me and, you know, in the beginning of this year, he told me how this year, the cycles that we were once doing in the past, the cycles that were sufficient enough for us to get along with our, to get along in our lives, they will not be sufficient enough to where he is trying to take us to where he is calling us. God says that he is calling us to fast more, to seek him more, to pray more. He says that in this year and the years to come, there's going to be a rebirth and there's going to be a birthing for his kingdom, not just a physical birth but also spiritual rebirths, people that we didn't even know that were seeking him, people that we didn't even expect to come to God is now going to be coming to God. And this is such a beautiful thing. And, you know, I've been really realizing how I can't go a day without talking to God. I can't go a day without speaking to the Lord. And I realize that any one day that I go without talking to God is a day that is wasted, is a day that was not successful. (laughs) Thank you, Father God. And I say this because we can, you know, be successful in our lives. We can go to work and obtain all this money and we can, you know, obtain all these carnal things. But, you know, he who sows into the flesh will reap death, but he who sows into the spirit shall reap everlasting life. So I say that each and every day that we spend without God is a day that is wasted. For God, he himself adds everlasting life into us. And we as Christians, you know, we find ourselves acting as if the worldly people, we find ourselves feeling drained. We find ourselves feeling you know, just lost and confused, especially in this day and time. When God was speaking to me a couple of months ago, he said, you must learn how to fast more than ever. You have to fast more than ever. The praying that you were doing to me, you must increase your prayer time, find times to pray to me. He says that you shall have spiritual eyes to see and spiritual ears to hear. And if you don't obtain these things, if you don't seek me, and if you aren't allowing yourself to let go of your own strength, your own knowledge, your own wisdom, you will be, you will be confused about the things that's happening in this world. You end up finding yourself confounded by the worldly things. You will find yourself confused about what's going on. And God, he told me that we must come to him and we must ask him like, you know, to give us eyes to see and ears to hear because the things that's coming in this world, the things that is yet soon to come, We'll be confused about what's going on and we'll be just as confused as the world. The Bible says that my people, they perish because of lack of knowledge. So lately, I've, you know, I've really been trying to basically just, I've been praying to God a lot more. I've been increasing my fasting. 
But then I noticed that, you know, because I am a nurse and because like, you know, certain like God told me, he said certain cycles that you had in the past, they won't be sufficient enough. And I'm learning the different patterns that I've had. And I notice a lot of the times, you know, when I go into my car, I like to drive and pray on my way to work. And yes, that is also good. But then I noticed that, you know, when I got home, I wouldn't pray as much. I would either go on my phone and I would, you know, play on Instagram and then I'll say like a little shotgun prayer, which is sad, but I know I'm not the only one that's doing it. And God is saying we have to change up the cycle. Seek me more. The world will always be there. So there's nothing wrong with driving to work or, you know, driving or walking or going somewhere and praying to God because, you know, the Bible says to pray in everything that you do. Don't ever stop praying. It's good to pray in everything that you do and pray for everything that you do. But there is also a special appointed time where you need to set time aside with God and talk to him. So um, so basically, that's what I'm trying to say is, you know, we can't always live off of fast food, you know, fast food. It You know, it's food. It's still food. But fast food is not always what you want to be living off of. So as what I'm saying is. You know, when you're on the go and when you're driving, like my example is like when I'm driving to work, I like to talk to God. I like to speak to him. I like to pray to him. And God has met me in my car so many times on my way to work. But there are still distractions. I'm still driving on the road. I still have to watch where I'm going and I still have to obey the commands of the, you know, the stop signs and things like that. So there's still distractions. So there is a appointed time. There's an appointed time that you have to set apart in your day no matter if you have to wake up early or stay up a couple extra hours or minutes you need to set apart that time in the day to seek God and actually have quiet time with him undistracted time with him if we don't have this time you know it's easy for the world to it's easy for the burdens of the world to be end up being placed on us if you get what I'm trying to say so if you, if there's a verse in the Bible, let me go to it really quick. Okay, so Genesis 32, 24, and this is when Jacob, he was wrestling with God and he wrestled with God until daybreak and his hip was dislocated. And, you know, God, he basically said, you know, let me go. And Jacob, he said back to him, I will not let you go until you bless me. And then it was then that God, he reached and he touched the area where his hip was dislocated and the dislocation of Jacob's hip that signifies the dislocation of our human strength. Us humans must get to a point where we say, God, I'm done wrestling with my own strength. I'm done wrestling with my own wisdom, my own knowledge, because it seems like, and it is true that my own wisdom and knowledge means that I'm actually a fool because me trying to go out into this world and trying to live on my own wisdom and knowledge, I'll end up falling and I'll end up going on paths where it's easy for me to fall and the bible says do not give a place for the devil so 
if you look at this, how Jacob's hip was dislocated, that was when God was able to bless him. God was able to bless Jacob because Jacob let go of his own strength. He was dislocated from his own strength. And now God was able and he was willing to say, okay, now that you are dislocated from your own strength, now that you are dislocated from your own wisdom, your own knowledge, now I'm able to pour into you. And recently I've been going through a lot of dislocation. I've been going through a lot of dislocation of my own wisdom, my own knowledge, my own strength. And I had to let a lot of people go in my life because the reason that they were in my life was because I was holding on to them because I was afraid of losing certain things. I was afraid of losing, you know, friendships and conversations. And because me and these people had history, because me and these people knew each other for a really long time, I was comfortable. But God is calling us out of our own cycles. I keep saying cycles, but you guys might know it as seasons. He's calling us out of old seasons. He's calling us from away from sinners and he's calling us to be a righteous nation to be a righteous people for him thank you father god thank you father god thank you lord so then i noticed that you know praying to God in the car, you know, going out and whenever I'm doing, you know, whenever I'm at work, I like to pray to him and I like to listen to gospel music. And I just, I like to stay edified in him. But I noticed that that's not going to be enough. Though it's good for me, though it's good to pray in all things, that's not going to be enough. It says, and where is it? I think it was what I was just reading right now. Genesis 32, it says, then Jacob was left alone. We have to get to a point where we are not just comfortable in praying to God in all things and through all that we do, but we must set an appointed time where we are alone with him, where we set a time to say, God, there is no distractions around me. That's why Jesus says, go into your closet and pray to God that sees you in secret. Yes, he will hear you in secret. It is in that time when there's no distractions, where he will pour more into you, where he is able to show you more than you ever have been able to see before. And even if you're not shown anything, this in this time is a time where we are able to get recharged, where we need to come to him and he's able to give us a peace. And this certain peace is something that we need day and day in and day out. The Bible says, do not give a place for the devil. And I noticed that Whenever I didn't make quiet time for God, when I just woke up and I went about my business and I still prayed throughout the day, but I was still going about my business, I was still having distractions throughout the day, I noticed that I was still so succumbing to the chaos that was around me. With this whole coronavirus stuff going on, it's easy for it to still get to you. It's easy for the depression that's around you to still get to you. You know, even though we live in this world, we must not be of it. God says to have peace. He says, peace, my people, have peace. The Lord told me a couple months ago, he said, you know, there's a part in the Bible where it says, um... Behold, I am doing a new thing. God says, surely I am doing a new thing. He says, as I'm doing in heaven, so shall my children who are called my imitators, they shall do on the earth. As I'm doing in heaven, my children shall do on the earth because I'm doing a new thing in the spirit 
spiritual realm because I have sown these seeds and I, the Lord thy God, I am reaping my own seeds. So shall my children sow in the earth and so shall they reap the things that they have sown. God is calling us to change our cycles. He's calling us to change the things that we once went about. You know, you cannot put old wine into new wineskins. We as people, we must not outgrow. We must not just outgrow certain cycles, certain people, certain situations, but we must outgrow ourselves. If you look at a reptile, as they get older, they begin to shed their skin. They don't fit in their skin anymore. So shall we as people and imitators of God, we have different, we have different seasons and we have to shed our skin. We have to grow up from the past man and walk into this new creation that God has called us to be. The Bible says that, you know, we must live off of the word of God, like spiritual milk. But as we get older, as a baby gets older, they begin to crave much more palatable things, which is food. It's time that we start, you know, basically elevating ourselves from or allowing God to elevate us from spiritual milk and start eating on more mature things. God is a father. And as we, as children of God, we have kids these days and we want our children to be mature. We want our children to grow up. We want our children to be able to be more mature in their walk. If you have a baby, you wouldn't want your baby to be a baby forever. You want that child to grow up. You want to see that child accomplish different things that we all want our children to do. So does God. So the way that God looks at us, he has his children and he wants us to grow up and to mature. There's certain things that God is excited to show us. There's certain things that God wants to show us. In the Bible, it says when Jesus was talking to his disciples, he says, there's so much more that I want to tell you. There's so much more that I want to show you, but you cannot bear them now. You cannot handle what I'm trying to show you. You see, God, I always say this, but the Lord, he prepares the ones he places and he places the ones he's about to prepare. Allow the Lord to prepare you. Allow the Lord to place you. In the Bible, it says that so many people, (laughs) so I'm out of breath because I'm like really passionate about this, but so many people came to Jesus and they said, Lord, if you are willing, I feel like it is way past the time for so many of us to come to God and say, God, if you are willing, then I am willing. And God is always willing. We must come to God and say, God, I am willing. Do your work within me. I am willing. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, it does not just take coming. It doesn't take understanding. Sometimes it doesn't take understanding. A lot of the times it's going to take just pure obedience. You have to just be obedient. You have to be obedient. It's time that we come to God and we just be obedient to him. We allow him to dislocate our own strength from us. And then once we dislocate ourselves, once he dislocates us from our own strength, that is when we become strong. It is his strength that is perfected in our weakness. And um, I have the Bible app and the verse for today actually is, let me go to it. This actually pertains to what I'm talking about right now. 
The verse for today is 1 Corinthians 3.18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. Allow God to dislocate you from your own strength so then you may obtain real wisdom. For the wisdom of this world is folly. The wisdom of this world is passing away. Brothers and sisters, it is the time that we find time to be with God. Set apart a time of day where you seek the Lord. Daniel, he prayed three times a day. He had a set appointed time where he went to God and he was in the presence of God. And sometimes it's not Sometimes we won't always receive revelation, but most of the times we just need that peace. We just need that mercy. A lot of the times we just need to feel his presence because in his presence, we are fully satisfied. And in his presence, every worry, even worries that we didn't even know that we were carrying, they dispel away from us. They are taken away from us. You see, and I was listening to um, my brother in Christ, um, Eric Gilmore today and um he's on YouTube if you look him up Eric Gilmore he's really good but um he was talking about when we don't come to God it's kind of like we're trying to wear that crown that's only made for the one that is God, the one that is the father. It's like when you're trying to hold on to your own burdens, you're trying to wear this, this God sized crown and you're trying to work in your own strength and you become so tired and you become so drained. We are humans and we were created to give God praise. We were created to give God glory. We are the building of God. We are the fields of God. We were created for that reason. Let God be God. God says, be still and know that I am God. Okay, so I went ahead and I found the book in the Bible. It's 2 Chronicles 20. And this is when Jehoshaphat wins the battle over Moab. And basically, like, you know, they were going to a battle and the enemy was greater than, you know, the people. So basically God told them, you know, not to bring any weapons into the enemy territory, but to bring, you know, instruments of praise. And he told them to put basically the the praise leaders into the front lines of the battle. And as they were going into the battlefield, God just told them to praise, sing praises to my name, praise me. And as they began, they just basically praised God. And that's how we should live our life. Just praising God. You know, so many times we try to fight battles with our own physical strength. We try to fight battles with our own physical strength. And then we forget that it's God that raises up and, you know, brings down kings. It's God that raises up and destroys. So I just think it's so beautiful how God told them to not use any weapons, but their weapon ended up being their praise. That's how we should live our life. Our weapons should be our praise. A lot of things, you know, are happening in the spiritual world. And that's why God is telling us to, you know, 
live by the spirit, walk by the spirit, have spiritual eyes to see, ask me for spiritual ears to hear my voice because the things that are happening in this world are actually influenced by the spiritual world, things that are not seen. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's what the Bible says. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, Father God. So I'm beginning to close up this this little, you know, podcast, but um, I just wanted to close with Elijah. And this story has been coming into my heart for the past week. And this is the story of Elijah and this servant. And um, the Bible says in 2 Kings 6, it says, Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened up the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. You see, we have to come to God and ask God, God, open my eyes show me show me father god and he will show you you know in the bible you know jesus when they were trying to take him to get crucified and his disciples were trying to fight on his behalf jesus told them don't do it you know this must be fulfilled he said you know at my command angels will come and they will save me at my command but i lay my life down for my my family i lay my life down for my disciples my friends my children thank you father god Thank you, Father God. And you know, a lot of times we cause our physical vision. We, we see this destruction in the world. We see, you know, the hurt and the pain. And we allow our physical vision, our physical understanding to cripple us. But if you would just allow God to open your eyes, you will see that the angels, the God that is surrounding you, is way mightier, is way more than the people that are trying to come up against your destiny, than the hurt and the pain that is trying to come up from your past. Your God is way more mightier. He is the one that surrounds you on all corners. He is way more mightier. If you will just understand that and if you will allow God who is willing, if you will become willing and obedient and ask God to show you, he is more than willing to show you and to open up your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears to hear and to see. But you noticed it wasn't until Elijah prayed that he that you know around them they were able to see the chariots and the angels surrounding them even though the even though the enemy was right there in front of them even though the enemy looked like they were surrounding them the, you know there's this one song and the song says even though i'm surrounded i'm actually surrounded by you even though physically it may look like you're surrounded by your problems you're actually surrounded by god he is the one that surrounds you first Have faith and be encouraged in Christ. Have a good day, my brother and sister. Love you. Bye. Thanks for joining us here at the Sunflower Podcast with your host, Nasasha. For more information on Manifest Ministries and the Be a Blessing Foundation, visit us at www.manifestministriescommunity.com. Here you'll find service times and how to get involved in the community around you. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. Until next time, be a blessing.